0: Welcome to the Nine Hertz Podcast. That was a song called Four and that was by a band called uh Kuro Jokai. Um this one I found, well, it's Sentient Rune Labs and um, we've played these a lot on, on the podcast an excellent label from uh California. Um I'm here with Pete, as usual. Um we are recording through a different medium, so it might sound a little bit different today. Uh, we're hoping that's gonna um sort of sound a little bit better for you guys. Um, how you doing, Pete?
1: Good. Yes, I've been to Good gig this week, so Wallowing, uh, so uh, first of the year, and they were great. So, yeah. how about you? Excellent. Have you been yeah. to anything yeah. this
0: week? Uh, no, no, sadly not. Okay. Um, I've seen a few gigs this year so far, but nothing, nothing ex- as exciting as that. Um, mm. Yeah, so um, looking forward to seeing some um, decent bands this year. Um, Dreadfest and Desert Fest and Supersonic yep. and Art Tangent. I've got all those books, <laughs> So uh, it's going to be a busy year, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. So, what do you reckon to that? That was um, just a quick blast of, of stuff.
1: Yeah, I love this. I was um, finalising my list, uh, my selections for you know for this, and well, actually, I was coming on to listen to your choices uh, because obviously, you know, we give each other the tracks beforehand, uh, and I thought, oh, just before that, I'll just check out that new sentient moving and um, listen to it. And thought right, and I rewrote my list to fit this band in, and then I listed the album through a few times because it's you know it's it's, it's you know, it's I think 10, 12 songs, and uh, it's just relentless. Uh, so it's like, which song would I pick? And I picked, uh, and I picked this track. And then I finally looked at the songs you picked and realized you'd you'd already done it and picked the same track. So, did oh, okay. good sign, yeah. So yeah. it's a good sign, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, like you say, sentient moon really will always are always, you know, you, you'll listen to it and most probably will like it. And but um, this is amazing, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it's got a bit of a sort of story behind it. So I think it came out something like 2015 on some obscure label. And um, I think Sentiate Room have kind of just found it and gone, right, let's do a vinyl pressing of it and, you know, make sure it's actually heard. So I don't quite know much about the actual band, but it, it just really impressed me. Like it's proper sort of noisy experimental stuff, you know, bit power violence, bit grind bit weird really like yeah
1: it. yeah yeah and it's that that uh wall of noise kind of element to it's that you know it's not just kind of um curse type hardcore it's it you know it's absolutely full on and that's what makes it you know kind of oppressive and and sound so good really
0: yeah i mean i love stuff like this like when people have found like gems like this and they just kind of bring it back for um, mm. more people to hear so good on your sentient room this sounds absolutely brilliant um we've got so many re- well, this i think because we're sort of doing this um every two weeks now um we're sort of finding a lot more quality um in in sort of what we do so we've got nine tracks as usual um and i'd say they're all pretty amazing this week um you've picked a, a band next called um yuri gagarin and this is incredible isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah and um, I, I've known about this band for a long time, as do a lot of people, obviously. They, they're, you know, probably one of the one of kind of the, not kind of um, well-known, but those who are into, you know, psych, heavy psych. Um, these are kind of the premier space-themed band from that thing, along with uh, Venom Sabathi, obviously, from Mexico. Uh, they're from Sweden, and they've put out, I don't know, three, four albums of this type of stuff now and they've announced this album's been announced uh, a few months, so you know, we've been kinda of fans of them been waiting for it and then it came out uh, last week maybe. And yeah, it's fantastic. The, I always kind of think of them as, as um real kind of tripped outside band. I always and I'm always surprised at how heavy they actually are. But that's just you know, uh, uh my presumption that the, they have this kind of, you know, mix in the heavy and the and that, you know, permanent space sound to them. So, yeah, you know, it reminds me of Earthless and bands like that, but Earthless are kind of, I was going to say, they're not kind of the same space thing, but, you know, they're kind of, they're on their own trip up to the, you know, but it's a different one. It's not an actual kind of visit to the stars. Like Yuri Gagarin, obviously, kind of, um, managed to portray, but, yeah, really good.
0: Yeah. Have
1: you have you heard them before?
0: Uh, never heard of them, no. Um, yeah. Just one of those bands that have kind of maybe passed me by, um, yeah. But yeah, this is brilliant. It, like this track is about ten minutes of just, like you say, it's heavy psych. It's just very. Um, it kind of draws you in um, straight away. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, yes, yeah, trippy as hell. And I think seeing it live would probably blow your mind a little bit. It's Yes. Of, um, if they play loud and 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 as sort of heavy as this sounds on on record, then I'd, yeah, I'd definitely be up for going to see these as well. Hmm. yeah absolutely amazing stuff Um, I think we ought to play this it's um, off an album called The Outskirts of Reality uh, and we're going to play the opening track which is QSO That was Yuri Gagarin. Um really cool stuff, they're like completely spaced out stuff. Um we're gonna talk about a really strange little project next uh, called Fidget from Leeds. Um I'd not heard of this band before, but like a lot of the bands that are sort of involved with this, um a lot of people will know. So it's like a six minute track, um and it seems to sort of go through several different um styles and and weird kind of uh, twists and turns. Um it seems to have been um Sort of put together by almost like a Leeds supergroup, so there's people from Honest Not, Famine, uh, Corrupt Moral Alter, Horsebastard, uh, Endless Swarm, Gets Worse. It' pretty amazing lineup to be honest, and it just kind of g- comes and goes, doesn't it? Pete, it's kind of it passes by in six minutes, but it, yeah, it's almost
1: like, they it take is like turns, you
0: know.
1: Yes, and it's like I, I what I thought was it's like listening to a Leeds grind sampler, you know, but where yeah. I was gonna say where you only get a few you know, a few seconds of each, but then, it's, you know, that's grind anyway. Um, you know, like a mixtape you get from, you know, from uh, Temple of Boom, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, it makes it really, you know, it does make it sound differently. I don't know whether the, this is just, it's this track where they've got these, is it six vocalists? I think different ones or whether that's the, that's the project. This is what fidget are in this um, But. You know, it, it is a great sender. Funnily enough, I've come across this myself before you picked it. For, mm. I, I suspect the, the reason I came across is they're playing Dreadfest this year. I'm not sure if that's true, but ah, if, right, okay. if that, I was looking through bands recently because we've got our tickets and um, that name came up. I thought i have not heard of them, came across this. And yeah, so I've come to it kind of around the same time as you.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, to be honest, it's, it's kind of like a who's who of sort of heavy... Grindy sort of bands, really. So, um, mm. it's got shades of old um, Afternoon Gentlemen in there, um, which I think have got members in Moral Alter and some other bands. So, that kind of would make sense. But yeah, t- to me, this is almost like a, almost like an art project. It's, it's kind of just tied together so loosely, but it, it just works really well. Yeah, that's why I thought. Yeah. all the lyrics are pretty interesting as well. So each person only probably gets about. 30 odd seconds each but they seem to make an impact with each each one so it's a real concentrated um collection of noise really it's yeah really really interesting i can't wait to see what they do with that I, I presume it's going to be a microphone pass around live but yeah we'll see yeah. yeah and not just
1: not just live as well like i'd love to hear more of this stuff you know depending on how it can of like i say depending it might be is it going to be you know, lots of songs like this where you know we've got multiple inputs. Is it going to be different inputs on you know different tracks, or is this just a one-off? You know, for a, a band in the own way, I don't know. Um, but you know, I really, you know, really would like to see where they go next.
0: Yeah, I think um, it looks like they've got um, a release from about May last year uh, called "Venezuelan okay. Debt Collectors." Um, and right. It's only about seven or eight tracks and then they've got like a compilation that they've been on um, from last year so um, yeah I'm going to have to investigate what, what the hell it is to be honest but yeah, in the meantime we're going to play um, their latest release, You can; it, it doesn't seem to be available physically um, so you can buy the um, digital track for I think it's Name Your Price um, so really would recommend getting into this, you can find this at fidgetpv.bandcamp.com uh, and we're going to play the full track of uh, The Ballad of Terry Fugle yeah from uh grind stuff to um i don't even know how to describe this next one so leeched um are a band from manchester i believe and um yeah i mean they've sort of impressed me with previous releases but this one is just insane like you gave me the list the other day and i've been playing this constantly it's so good it's so heavy <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable um I can't really there's a, there's something to it there's it's play, it's almost like brutal kind of grindy kind of hardcore but there's like this weird um nightmarish kind of sound over it as well I, I can't quite pin down what it means or, or no. what it is do you know what I mean
1: I, I do they're, they're, well without you know like, without the who you know they you know I think this is their third album maybe fourth even um and they all, they were always there. They were always intense, and they did that blistering nails type thing, um, you know, really well as, as well as any um, British band for sure. This is something different. I mean, this is this is. I mean, album long as well. Uh, you know, it's astounding. I, I, I'm absolutely. I was gonna say amazed, but that sounds insulting. Like like we never thought they could do it. But it's it's it. How they've added to the sound. This isn't just kind of you know, they've perfected what they were doing before and, you know, made whole albums with of, of these, you know, of, of the best I think. They've, they've evolved and it sounds you know, it sounds like the best this type of music can be. Um, and yeah. consistently, track by track, there's something in every, something in every one of them. Um, and they'll kind of blow up from this. You're, you know, I mean, they're already, I think, you know, they're getting worldwide attention. This should push them. Yeah, I think they're on um, a fairly well, is it a uh, prosthetic I think they're on. Yeah. So this, you know, this will take a mile.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I put this on um, probably about three times in one night and I just couldn't get my head around it like each time and yeah, it's just jaw-dropping. I, I can't put it any other way. It's just so good. Um, yeah. Everyone should go and buy this immediately yes <laughs> it's so good um so yeah you can find this at leech.bankup.com it's as simple as that shell-shocked by that, that was leached um, absolutely amazing stuff so um, I think that's going to make it onto some lists um, before the end of the year absolutely amazing stuff um, so the next band we're going to play is uh, Live Lungs so this is um, basically from a, a pretty new tape label called uh, Nebula Returner Productions from Pennsylvania who are a um, tape label um, and they promote raw atmospheric sort of black metal um I'd say this one is a little bit more kind of um noisy than than fully black metal. It kind of it takes a long it's a very, very long intro. Um but like they say it's it's quite atmospheric and it kinda of leads up to this very um raw, kind of um like roughly recorded uh black metal. And I just thought it was quite bleak and, and quite interesting uh, to play on the pod, so thought yeah why not um I don't know what you thought of this one Pete it's um yeah I don't know if it's your immediate quality
1: well I I wasn't expecting it to be I think from the um from the description the labels because you know kind of atmospheric black metal um and then there's that long leading I I kind of was building up preconceptions because I did not you know I knew nothing about the label or, or the band prior to sending me this um and you know there is that kind of several minutes uh, lead, not leading it's wrong it's part of the song but you know i mean it's cinematic it's almost it's um but i kind of was guessing where it was going i was going into some death heaven type you know uh black metal post-rock type stuff yeah. uh, and then and then actually it completely took me by surprise and it's it's kind of it was well, chaotic afterwards and, and in a kind of really um wonderful way, and I, I kind of, from that, moment, I just sat up and thought, right, I, I love this now, this is yeah, um, I, you know, you won't be taken by surprise and, you know, not kind of things just be, you know, predictable based on the genre name attached to it, and that's what this did.
0: Yeah, and I think um this label seemed to be onto something, because this is, like, quite interesting, um, and it was actually recorded quite a while ago, so I think it was recorded in 2014, so it's been sitting around recorded for a long time, and it seems to be by um, a solo artist um, uh, called um, Chloe June. So um, I'm quite interested to see what the rest of the release sounds like because they've just released what this one track. Um, this about seven and a half minutes, but there's uh, three other tracks to sort of come. So really can't wait to um, get the rest of it. I bought this one, um, sort of waiting on it coming out. Um, sort of end of end of February. So. Um, you can go to uh, nebula We'll put the link in the podcast description. But um, yeah. yeah, really sort of cerebral stuff. And I thought, yeah, let's um, let's give this some airtime.
1: Yeah, I mean, just one thing to add as well. That kind of I remember I was listening to it uh, last night for the first time, and at the end of it, it kind of as, as it out because it, it's almost kind of claustrophobic. It fills every kind of atom of audio space. You know, it really does something special there. And, and like as it ended. I kind of just put this, you know, massive um, and take a breath at the end, like just, and then, you know, almost to kind of come out of it, come down from it almost. And, I, you know, music like that, music when it's kind of so um, so full on and so kind of, uh, well, not rich is the wrong word, but, you know, that chaos that's there. I remember like this, um what's that? Rameses, when they did, when they kind of had that black metal phase, it was so kind of intense and, and you know and you feel it through your earphones. I'd have to kind of take you know, take a, a bit of a time to kind of come around from it. That's what I, that's what this reminded me of And I think that's kind of I don't know if that explains it in any way, but I think it's it's a it's a good sign in in everywhere.
0: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um yeah, that's why I picked it. it was just so intense and kind of made me sit up like that. I think that's that's what I got from, from it as well. So so mm. uh, we're gonna play the Only track that they've released so far. So this one's called I've Traded Myself In For, um, and this is off the um, sort of, I guess, like tape release called The Comfort of Finality. So coming out of something that's quite um, sort of uh, claustrophobic and and sort of very sparsely produced to something that sounds to my ears a little bit like um, it's got like 80s pop influence. It's, it's kind of kind of like a a cool kind of influence to it. Do you reckon?
1: Pete? Oh yeah, without doubt. I mean, yeah. it's it's got it's post punk goth of the Cure and that that ilk yeah. definitely. Actually, you know, I listed the whole album and. This has got, you know, he has got like a grunting metal voice to it, but that's not um, prevalent on the album at all. And it is almost pure. That said, It reminds me of, do you remember the band Beast Milk? Um, yeah. Who weirdly kind of were attached to the metal scene, but was very much sounded like this. Um, it is like that. And the, the reason kind of this has come up, you know, it's, it's way out of my comfort zone. The only reason I'd even kind of to something like this is um, it's, it's out coming out on, Throat Reiner. Uh It's coming out later this month. This one's a uh, pre release track. Oh, the album is, I can't remember, but Throat Runner, which is the French label. Uh, it's got connections to um, Converge's label. I forget what it's called. Oh,
0: Deathwish.
1: Um, yes, Deathwish. Yeah. Um, and they put out a lot of kind of uh, French, kind of black and hardcore black metal and you know amazing stuff. And this is on there. It's so, um, really different for them, really, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's kind of, you know, at first, you know, kind of wondering where it was going. But actually, particularly with this track, because it has got that kind of almost grunting vocal to it. Um, yeah, uh, it's got a bit of joy division in there, maybe. Um, and a cultic karate. This is kind of the way they've gone as well um, over the years. You know, they've gone from being a black metal band to playing this type of music. And it's just pretty cool. You know, the, the, the apparently it's a two-piece, I think, from Belgium, um, it's got members who were in hardcore bands. The the one band I, uh, name I recognise was uh, Cocaine Piss. Uh it was mastered by someone from Cult of Luna, so it's got like metal pedigree. Um yeah, it it, it sounds like this. And you know, I think kind of it gives a I think you know, I think it's kinda of nice to kind of throw these curveballs into the podcast. You know, it's go you know, go from leech to this and to and so on. It's you know, it's somewhat different
0: absolutely um, i mean we should point out we talked about a band called uh, death Mace. Um, <laughs> yes yeah so um they've got an album called o oh rouge coming out on um throat runner which is yeah like you say it's it's so strange to see a band um that have got kind of this like pedigree behind them and they're sort of coming out on a label which is famous for its um just rawness and um heaviness and this is quite i don't want to say listenable because everything <laughs> Everything's simple, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's got that kind of um kind of like an '80s pop vibe, but like a, a motoric thing as well. It's, it's quite interesting, and I, I love the. Vo- I mean, they're really weird, but I love the vocals on this as well. Like, really mm. odd. um So yeah, I mean, see so what you make of this. It's it's very interesting stuff. It's uh, this is pole position, um and it's off the album o Rouge*. and You can find this uh, at deathmaze.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Continuing the um, the kind of esoteric vibe uh, this week uh, on the podcast, um, uh, we're going to talk about a band called Agvira. So um, I think they're a three-piece, uh, Manchester-based, and um, we've reviewed this, well, I've reviewed this in, in quite a lot of detail on the 9 Hertz website, so if you want to sort of check out this in a bit more detail and some context to this, then um, certainly go and check it out at 9hz.co.uk. Uh, but um, yeah, this is um, a band that's kind of set themselves up with um the idea of tackling the stigma of mental health quite quite graphically and quite sort of um in a raw fashion um and i absolutely love it it's out on trepanation recordings which have put out quite a lot of um interesting bands in the last few weeks um including i think Bogwitch from sheffield so that's craig from archelon's um sort of sideband um And that's excellent as well, so if you've not checked that, I was going to play a little bit of that on this podcast but I think there's too much to actually go through, but yeah, definitely check that out as well. But um, yeah, Agvira is is kind of um, yeah, I I can't really describe it it's post-black metal-ish but that's kind of doing it a disservice a little bit. It's got gothy elements to it it's got violin in there, it's got fast black metal sections, it's got raw vocals, it's got interesting lyrics and I think I've said in the review it kind of addresses a lot of um, mental health um, issues that people aren't kind of um, possibly willing to speak about and I, I think they're quite brave in the fact that they're actually saying you know it's okay to kind of be um, down it's 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 kind of okay to sort of feel bad um, in your own mind um, as long as you know how to deal with that and you can turn to people that are Sort of important to you, so I think they've actually dedicated this to a few people who who may have passed away, and I think that kind of comes through in the in the raw emotion of it. I know I know this isn't um, massively your thing, Pete, but like um, no, I think it's... you can appreciate the the art. Oh, amazing! And, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I what um I, you know musically this is not on my suit in, in terms of what you're saying, is like I, I mean I, I don't even hear lyrics happen, but what if, as someone who's you know like you you are a vocalist, you you're uh, lyricist in that as, as well so I, I i could never uh well i i have to kind of give massive appreciation to all people who write lyrics because to to kind of contextualize that into something meaningful and rather than actually just um put words to to this you know to the tune i, I don't I, I can't even comprehend that you do that and to do it in such a way which is so like profound as it is in this, you know, I did sit there listen to it, reading the lyrics along the same time and kind of reading your review, which which is excellent, you should say. And, um, yeah, that, it blows my mind that y- you can kind of perform the two functions, you know, create this art and, you know, obviously not just this band, the people who really do kind of get a message across in the lyrics and not necessarily in an abstract way. Um, it, my hat's off to them, amazed by it, really.
0: Yeah, and I think this has sold um, particularly well. Um, I don't know if it's um, just the, the sort of the vibe they're giving off or, or just the way they've packaged it because it, it looks absolutely amazing as well. Like the CD version looks amazing, the, the tape version looks amazing, the artwork is great. They've done a little bit of um, video stuff and, and a bit of studio um, sort of behind the scenes stuff as well. So I think they've really put this package together quite well. Um, I've only met the Guy who um, who screams on this once, um, it's called Frenchie, and I think he's been in uh, a few bands. Um, I don't know, He likes doing. He said to me, he likes doing kind of session work for bands. So he's been in Hundred Year Old Man um, on tour and um, things like that. So be interesting to see if this carries on as um, a project or whether he's going to sort of be in other other things. I think he likes to. Um, dip in and and just sort of take part in other people's work and then sort of move on but this is excellent for a first release this is astounding really really good stuff so um, if you want to hear this you can go to um, agvira.bandcamp.com or you can go to um, Trepanation Recordings Bandcamp um, and you can pick it up on several different formats so we're going to play a song called Muzzle and Mask Um, yeah see what you think sort of lining up the weirdness tonight i think um with this one so uh we're going to listen to a another release by the excellent caligari records i think we've played a few other things before but um this band called um uh, uh muskipula i think i think you pronounce it yeah um really interesting um little record and absolutely insane cover uh, it looks like a sort of like a, a monster eating someone and they're sort of like trying to get out but um, it's a
1: uh... Sorry, the the tape's called Little Chasm of Horrors, and it's a little shop of horrors thing, isn't it? Oh, the is it? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, of course, it is. Think... Yeah, it's a plant. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. We're we're sort of um, yeah, <laughs> discovering that together. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It looks like a sort of proper like old school punk release, but it's not anything like that on the record. It's it's insane, isn't it? I can't quite put my finger on what it's like, but it's it's just swampy and and weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it is quite funny. It's got the um... You know, it's got that, horror, you know, like, um, raw death metal sound to it, but then with this, pro- like you say, swampy uh, sludge riff almost, with proper rolling, almost groove to it. Um, and it feels, uh, it's, it's just, you know, it's a it's riff that got it. And this is what Caligari records do. They kind of, you know, we get, there's so many, um, you know, death metal and black metal labels out there that just put, you know, everything and anything at all the time but of all of them caligari is the one that almost every time they seem to pick these bands out of <laughs> from across the world which just you know you kind of which it pulls the best it. and there's no kind of definite theme to this you know to the sound they're not this specific sub-genre or anything like that it's just everything's got something slightly different about it and this one maybe in a kind of it's, it's fun feels like the wrong word for a death metal sludge release but that's what it is I, you know it is it's enjoyable that kind of rolling um you know grimy riff in the middle of it all
0: yeah i mean it's it's absolutely mad um i mean they they said that like it is kind of a beast that's wants to sort of, sort of feast on flesh and it kind of gives that um, impression just from the like sloppiness of the sound uh, it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> just so strange um and you can, yeah I think it suits like a tape release and it suits like this um kind yeah. of um strange label putting it out as well so yeah I, I really enjoyed this it's just so odd um so we're going to play the final track on this um which is called Sphagnum Bog of the Depraved I'm going to try and pronounce this Dros Drosakera so yeah <laughs> um you can find this at caligari records dot bancamp dot com um yeah uh this is uh, Muskepula. So, uh, we're going to end with a 9 hertz favourite, um, we absolutely loved um, the um, the first release from this band so Goblin Smoker um, absolutely amazing stuff out on Sludge Order Records and I think this is sold out way way before it's actually come out um, on tape um, so I don't know if they're going to be doing other runs of it or, or what but it seems like they're starting to play it live a bit more um, and uh, yeah this this new release is I think we've both said it's it's a real grower. It's kind of like it's a bit more subtle than the first record, um, and that's like probably to its credit. It's absolutely brilliant stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's right. I think on the it's, uh, you know something I reviewed recently, and they've you know they've got a very on the surface, it's quite obvious what they, you know what they're doing. I think you've got Electric Wizard in there, um, a little bit of. Uh, kind of all the metal influences, I think, said in the reviews, kind of you know, uh, Venom and things like that, um, and all the kind of obvious Doom tropes, but they do it really well, even if you kind of, even if before we go into kind of what you know, the fact that actually this is subtly different, then you you kind of it, not forgive them for it because that's the wrong word it's the, it, you it doesn't seem to affect the listening experience you know sometimes you can hear a thousand bands and you get fed up of, 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 it's not the case with, with goblin this sound um it still sounds fresh uh, it sounds really exciting and um you kind of you're not worried about you know if it's anything sounding new or anything like that it just you're just happy that you're listening to it and then Particularly because I was reviewing it, I was listening to you know you kind of listen to um, albums and tracks over and over, starting to pick up a bit more. You know, I think I compared them to Lord Mantis on on one of the other tracks on this album, and they've got you know that kind of unrelenting you know like bleak uh, extreme metal uh, elements that come in. It only only you know not massively, not they're taking over the whole songs. It's just it's just there. There's bits of the tracks which suddenly. Lurch forward on a, on a on a bit of a gallop, um, which you wouldn't expect, and and it's also so it's all it's not um, there's still kind of the, you know it's, it's still pure kind of modern doom. But like I say, even when they do that, it's it's as good as that is. It's as good as good as that can be. And yeah, I, I saw him live last year, uh, and you know I remember seeing him straight away, and I thought, yeah, the you know the more than competent. We you kind of see them like they start the set off and they're like, yeah they're good. That you know it's what I was hoping for. But as the set went on, actually kind of I, I really grew to love them at that time like, more than I kind of had done just from that that first release. And that's the, the effect they seem to have over and over every release. Every time you kind of uh, interact with them.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think that the fact that they've cons- um, considered this um, theme um, from the first one, says so Toad King character that they've got. They've almost like carried on this story, so I hope that continues because that's quite a unique thing for them as well. Um, mm. I, I mean, I, I think we said before when we, when we reviewed the first one, um, I've never seen a band take off so quickly, um, just from... I mean, I think they they previewed like maybe 30 seconds of, of their first um, tape at the time on uh, The Search right. Lord, uh, and the <laughs> tape sold out from that 30 seconds, so um, that's pretty amazing. And I think this, this one... It immediately sold out. I think I bought it literally on the day it came out, um, and it's not even out yet. I don't think it's still it's still not actually out, is it? Um, uh, yeah, I'm it not comes sure. It out at the end of this, this week, sort of start of next week.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, you're right.
0: yeah, and yeah. And it sold out on tape like almost immediately. So um, mm. you've probably got uh, yeah, a uh, chance to get this on tape, but um, it's certainly worth a, a listen anyway.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, you know, funnily enough, I, one thing I was impressed with them, just a quick aside, is that. Um, when when i saw them they played at the uh, Cham lines, uh sorry doom lines uh, in sheffield the kind of uh, annual festival and uh, between the songs it kind of stopped and start you know they, they gave a breach uh, a brief speech about mental health and everything. they actually kind of you know was impressed with them then as well it was you know for all the kind of um metal fun that they've got they uh, you know they're, they're, they really do have something about them which you know and all of which is likeable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to see them live. I'm, I'm still yet to see them, so um, fingers crossed they'll be doing um, a few more shows um, up and down the country. Um, hoping to get them in Lincoln, so if they're listening, then um, yeah, I'm very <laughs> interested in sort of um, getting them to play Aikido, the gaming bar here, so very interesting. Um, so yeah, we're going to play um, the first track off this, so it's called Smoked in Darkness, um, and this is off A Throne in Haze, A World of Blaze. You can find this at the sludge Or you can find um, Goblin Smoker at facebook.com forward slash Goblin Smoker.